It makes no sense, but there's a philosophy on it. There's something to be but said in there, yeah. Frank the Tank always used to say, if you can't be a good example, serve as a terrible warning. <laughs> and I, I, I like, that's actually perfect. That's fucking brilliant. I love that. Just live your life by that. Okay, so this is the first in-person, live, gathering of the Wakanda Social Club gentlemen. Yes, yes. Pleasure to be here Yo, in the galley of the ship. Oh. Cheers, fellas. Belly of um, Dan, thank you for hosting us here at Wadsworth Manor. It's lovely. It's not as big as I thought it was going to be, but it, I like it. It's big on like camera, it. eh? Ca it's cam snug. Camera tricks. Camera tricks. Uh, yeah. It's good. Respect There's everything. a dick pig joke in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we're going to... Have a bit of a chat. Is, do you think it's weird doing it in person after all these times just doing it online? <laughs> uh, it feels a little uh, bit surreal to it's, me. It, uh, yeah, it's because well, when, when back in the day, I, I remember having a conversation with you and I had a conversation with Dom separately about two completely separate things, but both on the lines I was thinking, these are like just, I've got, I've got quite a few mates who are quite intelligent and I chat to you about, you know, some, some, pretty wide-reaching issues, mm. so it just made sense to... We were talking about 18 months ago as well. Yeah. Was it about 18 months ago? Jeez. We did the whole of 2018 on that WhatsApp group. Nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I, I, joined I joined some stories. I joined later. Well, this is it. So it was, it was four black guys in the box. You ruined them. <laughs> <a great name. laughs> An absolutely brilliant name. But, I think you know, black guys in a box just works quite it, nicely. It does. It and does and it's got more nice. universal appeal because that, you know, when one person asks for too much money, you can just get rid of them, replace yeah, them with another black guy. Don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody says they've changed, just be like, it's racist, we don't all look the same. <laughs> but then we should be angry when people don't know it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a trick in it. Just swap we a guy out. We should time. be able to have our cake and eat it too mm. in this situation. So This is it. I mean,. We don't know how long you're going to be here. We've got to get that media diversified <laughs> bag. It's teetering, isn't it? It's teetering. It's like, I think Andrew's about to go clear. I think it's literally you. The new Gary Young. Where is it? What do you call it? His focus group, his test set, see what the boys think of this. Yeah. If I get a rise out of them, I'll take it to the people that matter. Mm. The people that can pay me. If you you guys should notice really. that there are oftentimes there are lines that make my articles that definitely got workshopped in the group chat first. I've noticed that. I've seen that. I've seen that. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm like, we just ask for royalties. As long as we get paid, that's what I'm saying. Cut and paste. Yeah. You can get you can get a percentage of all the God. nothing that I, that I that the tax man thinks I've earned. Split the group from him. This motherfucker. <laughs> so we, um, so yeah, we're gonna have a look at your work, the work that you guys have done with the sponsor so far, which was massive at the start. You know what I mean? Mm. I think it was, really good. Really it was. It was just so surreal because the amount we put of ourselves we put into those initial articles. Mm. I wasn't. I didn't know what ex like response I was gonna get, and like I said, I had people messaging me apologizing mm. for like what they'd done in high school mm. when. These are 13, 14, 15 year olds, you know, yeah. I'm not going to hold them to 
I'm not going to hold him to that. You should have Jesse Jackson them and told him to come around and kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Kiss it. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, the large thing for me was that, and I think you picked up on it as well, Dom, it was the demand. Mm. People were like, yeah, we need more of this, or I can relate to this, or yeah, I had that last month, or so for me, it's like, cool, we're onto something, not sure what, but there's something there that people want to listen to, I think. Yeah, I think there was that and a willingness to learn as well, Mm. because there were a hell of a lot of people that saw themselves in what we'd written, but they didn't understand it at the time, and they're starting to understand it now. So it's kind of like, okay, tell me more. And I don't mind that because, I mean, it's not my job to tell people when they're wrong. And it's not my job to to teach these people, but if I can help in some way, because it makes me feel better as well. This is going to come up again later when we we move on to talk about uh, the Liam Neeson thing. Is that... Is that... That sort of point where it's like... Is it a teaching point? Is and do, is it is it our, is it necessarily the, this person's job to educate? But mm-hmm. you know, if people if people are willing to learn, then you know it's it's always a start. That's well, you, you need that. And I think another thing off the back of it, it's not anything like it's not our responsibility to teach no. and not our responsibility to do these things. But what it's done for me is like it's given a platform for the conversation. So mm. even at work this last week, mm. we had a new guy join, and obviously you're talking about what you're interested in, what you're doing, and. Obviously, I'm like, oh, I'll come down to London to meet, mm. meet the guys. And it's like, what are you doing? And we got into this whole conversation about, obviously, the podcast and the website. Mm. And then, all of a sudden, he was like, he just kept, like, he kept going. And he wanted to know more. Mm. And for me, that's kind of why we're doing it. Yeah. It's not we're trying to preach. It's not we're trying to do anything other than just share our experience mm. and just... For me, it's oh, like, we'll, see what comes back, innit? We'll preach. I mean, we will naturally <laughs> preach. Give us an opportunity. Uh, we'll get on the soapbox oh, yeah. quicker than most. I thought yeah. we should get one made. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of money in those mega churches, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of church going. Scientology. Did you get that roof built? Did you see the guy when he came down from the ceiling? The, the, the pastor? No? Oh, he, came, man, he comes down from the roof guys, in this, uh, his mega church pastor. He comes down like Sting from the rafters. <laughs> Sting, unbelievable. <laughs> Sounds Sting, man. But you know, with, with humble beginnings, humble. <laughs> the, the shit today. <laughs> Just get one of these and so get on our own personal planes and stuff. Mm. Skype from our own personal planes would be quite absolutely. But yeah, Just yeah. the ridiculousness of the situation. That's that's, <laughs> that's when we've made it. Yeah, like like you're saying, mate. It's for me. It was I like I've been writing before, and people say to me, "You should write more." But I always need. A sort of reason to, yeah. And this gave me a reason to do it because I'm, I'm one, I'm notoriously lazy. Two, it's like I'm not, I don't, I didn't feel like I had anything to say, which I wasn't just saying in in WhatsApp or just, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll send more tweets than I will write words yeah. at work. But this is it was a, it's a good outlet and like even like the, like the playlist. So my my cousin's like, oh, she absolutely loved it and her mates loving it and I, it's weird because I sometimes I don't respond to this or seek to see what people are sort of how people are receiving the content that we're creating but it's yeah it's gone down really well so mm. i think it's a good start but it's uh it's just the start isn't i it? think on top of that as well we're in an era now where everyone has an opinion mm. and everyone wants their opinion to be heard their voice to be heard mm. i think in doing what we've done so far i've learned that there's actually a voice that we all share that people have an appetite for yeah which is something that I expected, kind of, but not to the level that we got. So I mean, that's for me. Really good to see. That was it. It was like the gut feeling of <clears throat> there's definitely something we can say here that isn't being said. Mm. Um, whether it's the Northern Black voice or even just 
whatever angle we take. So for me, it was like, okay, this is the voice I'm going to... And I think that's why I struggled to write in the first place. And it wasn't mm. until you said, Nate, I need 300 words. What are you doing? You know, mm. I mean, get your head out of your ass. And it was like, for me, it was trying to find my voice. Yeah. And trying to understand what is it I'm really trying to say here. Mm. And I think what, you know, inevitably that's going to evolve and grow and, sh you know, as we do. But for now, it's just like, here's life through our eyes. Here's what this kind of means, both kind of current news and old experiences. And take from it what you will, you know. A lot of people mm. didn't respond to it, haven't mm. taken an interest in it, but that's life, isn't it? They will. I think we should dial it back a little bit because obviously we all, you all wrote about who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I don't I'm modest. I don't want to ride your way. About who we are and why we need to be here. You know, that's pretty much what the articles were about. Mm. The first one just sort of introducing who the, what kind of social club is. So should we not do that? Yes. Because there's going to be some people that will be aware of what we're doing, but not, might not be aware of everyone else. Because yeah. some of your friends might have just read your articles, some of your friends might read yours. So, um, Nate, what's up with you? Yeah. Who are you? And what is your intentions? What, what do you want to get out what of Wakanda there? podcast what is this? Yeah. I was going to say we should do like a, like a roll call. Did you seen that scene in it? <laughs> 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 oh, everyone else is going to let it slide like that. Right. We no, need to enforce yeah. some standards immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Stars, we need to go on, not having that. Have you seen School Days, Spike Lake? Mm -hmm. Great film. I was going to say we should have like a roll call. Well, Brother Nate! <laughs> are you present? I'm not mad. Maybe not. Maybe not yet. But we'll get it. <laughs> but no, I think. Yeah. <laughs> no, so. Sorry, that Yankee just hit me in the chest. I'm not gonna try not to cough. Yeah, so. Let it out, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I'm Nate. Um, I work as a. I'll say a designer, it's the easiest way to explain it. Mm. I'm up in Newcastle for a tech company. Um, Northern born. And then obviously went further north for uni and never ventured south. So, and I think the biggest reason is exactly what we've kind of alluded to is what, when I was growing up, where was the voice of the 25 year old academic or the, you know, 30 year old copywriter or do you know what I mean? Where were those voices? And because there was always the superstar, whether you're an athlete, an athlete, a musician, but I was never musical talented. and. I was humble when it, I knew I was good at sport, but it was never a thing for me. Mm. For me, my whole life was geared towards going to uni, getting a job. But where was that voice? Where was that guidance? Where was that mentorship? Where was that kind of, oh, there's the path that's been? Mm. Because by no means is this path I've walked the first time, mm. but it felt that way and it felt like that. So for me, it's like if there's a 14 year old playing Fortnite right now that stumbles across what we're doing and kind of gets a sense of, oh shit, maybe I can be a management consultant or a journalist or a copywriter mm. or I'm going to go do a master's or I can, you know, do whatever. That's it for me. Nobody is, aspires to be a management is that, consultant. Is that, what you, <laughs> is that what you do? Yeah. <laughs> I've never read that yeah, before. I now. mean, if we can inspire them to do something you. else. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll Anything else. Anything, yeah. So yeah, that's it for me. But I mean, he's getting Ubers across London, guys, so. I think we should hear from the management consultant. Yeah, I'm the one with the vanilla job, aren't I? So, um, is it really? It's, it's, You're it's, all it's over the world. Golden pay packet. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, there's it's, a lot of travel, there are some upsides to it, but the work itself is very. Mate, okay, so if anybody's listening to this and not watching the video version, Seeing Dom's face where he goes, well, there's a lot of travel. <laughs> <laughs> the smile that was Listen, just like, man. the Chelsea smile that was <laughs> when the I've, I've got Avios points out of deck, his mouth. I've got Avios points coming out of my ass. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Um, 
I was just one of those guys that liked me, grew up in the north, did the whole university thing, and in having a business degree, the the normal progression is you go and work for one of the big corporates. That's what I did. Um, was there for about four years before I decided, well, I'm sick of working for someone else now. Let me go do this for me. So I'm in the midst of, of my own thing and I have been for almost a year now. But in terms of getting involved in the Wakanda Social Club, hmm. I think over the last, I'd say about three or four years, I see myself getting pissed off at stuff, if I'm being honest. Yeah, pissed yeah. off in day-to-day -day life. Um, pissed off not just because I don't understand why things happen, but also because I don't understand how a lot of the things that I see day to day are allowed to happen. And Twitter's usually where I go to vent. I mean, we're all we're all very active on Twitter. Um, but I thought there's more for me to say beyond what 240 characters or whatever it is mm, nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in having conversations with friends, because I'm quite lucky in that most of my friends are very progressive, intellectual, and you have all these great conversations. I thought, let's try and make this something else. Mm. Let me try and start a broader conversation with people that I might not necessarily see every day. Mm. Um, so that's one of the reasons, exactly, that's one of the reasons that I wanted to go and, and start something like this, just to, to get my voice heard a little bit more. I think that for me, the moment I thought Dom's about to go is was when uh, he, 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 I think, I'm not sure if we had the group at that point, when you, you texted me about the video at work, which they'd asked you to be in. Mm. And it was like one of those sort of, was it? Yeah, so we were like bidding for a piece of work. So as part of this bid, they wanted us to show how diverse we were. <laughs> exactly! I know! I don't even say anything else, do I? I don't even say anything you're else. In, you're in 17 different, like, it's like this... Is it, have you got triplets at this company? It's mad. Just come it's mad. Just it's put a blonde wig on him, it'll be fine. Don't <laughs> tell the difference. Well, that's the thing, right? So listen, so I'm not going to front. I, I was fucking well. good at job. At my, at my job. I was one of the best at my job, right? So I'm like, I've been involved in other videos before. Yeah. And they didn't come straight out with a diverse thing, right? It's when I got to the room and I saw who was being videoed. So there was myself. <laughs> Three cleaners. There was an Asian girl. <laughs> it was mad. It was mad. It was one of those where I was like, I texted him, I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not having this. I'm not down for that again. I'm not having this. Yeah, I, like, I said to him, to be fair, I was like, to be honest, if, like, if you're happy working there, then, I mean, you can't really be surprised when they try and <laughs> use you like this, but anyway, but it, 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 I'm glad, like, you sort of, you took the stance that you did mm. at the time. I, I always, like, I've got a habit of brushing those things off because, mm. like, growing up where, you do it's you just get forced and this is going to be a recurring theme throughout it's like you're just forced to get you to think is it worth it mm -hmm. is it worth me yeah is this taking Michael? this on yeah exactly yeah, because you'd be fighting every single day yeah that literally could be so it's just like you just end up just like oh and it, it's it can be big things it can be little things but it just chips away at you this morning i watched when keeping it real goes wrong oh, like in preparation you know the dave Chappelle yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what as well, I've got bad imposter syndrome big time. Fam. So when I, when I was at, there's no one like me, there's no one there. That's I'm a talking. lie, who, 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 cleaned your, who cleaned your desk? Fam. Oh, <laughs> let's be honest, oh, Sheffield yeah. Uni. <laughs> <laughs> Sheffield Uni, I kind of, I'm head nodding to all the cleaners because they, they like Bob Marley too. Let's put it that but way. I mean, it, for me, it went beyond my blackness. It was the blackness is one thing, Northern is another thing, yeah. working class is another thing. There were so many reasons why I felt like I shouldn't be there. So that was the initial turmoil. It was like, I've done all this work to get here. Am I going to let my principles stop me from going any further? But I did, quite, and I still got promoted that. Yeah, it's so quite well, I, uh, 
I did the same thing as you, so they asked me to film the thing, and I, I actually stopped, because I thought of it, I was like, who else is going to be in this video? And mm. there was a bit of a laugh about it, but I thought if I... It, I made a joke of it to sign disarming, and I said, actually, I'm not being in this. Yeah. I said, like, fine, I'm not, I've got... I, I think in the end, I've just got stuff to do, and I'd just rather not go and be the token. And mm. when you look now in, on all the materials, so we've got our own sort of company, WeTransfer, yeah, yeah, Microsite, yeah, yeah. we've got uh, all our sort of uh, brand materials are on these different websites, and they've got the same six, like, non-white people. <laughs> And it's so, so awkward, yeah. And it's, it, it's, I notice it, obviously it, it serves other people to be blind to it, but I was just like, I'm so glad I just didn't, yeah. <laughs> I just was not part of this. You're not one of those six faces, man. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell us about you, Kof. Can I tell us about me? Yeah, tell us about We you. can't read about you, innit? So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I'll start, start on a presenter, digital producer. Why do you get involved in this? I don't know. It just seemed to happen organically. Mm. And I think because I've never really had that many people to have these type of conversations with and, you know, you can try to have them with the workers of white people, but there's always that, there's always that point of explanation. You just don't want to have to explain things. Mm. Sometimes you just want to be able to talk to someone and not have anyone try to um, intellectualize your experience. And that is the most degrading thing, yeah. I think. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Where it's like, are you sure you're actually reading into this situation properly? Yeah. This like, thing that's happening to the Yeah, yeah, you sure mm. you read into it, so you sure they didn't mean this? It's like, just for once, just I want to be able to talk about something like this, and just someone just just no clap back in it. Yeah, just yeah. No, like no, just absorb it and, and take it. it. Yeah, um, I guess growing up in play in someone like Wivenstick, which is very like yeah. similar to you lot, it's a seaside town. My mum and dad are still like the only black family there, and I think they gave them quite a shock when my dad came and set up a dentist and wasn't dealing drugs. Yeah. People <laughs> were like, "What's going on?" People were like, "Is the sky still blue?" Like, it's the sea boiling because we need to check to make sure this isn't the end of day sort of seas and it's just like yeah there's no one really who I can really have these sort of conversations with and I think chat with yourself and then meeting you guys and then Angela being mistaken for me at several things in the whole <laughs> before you had the hair that's the first thing when, when, when my hairstyle was like your hairstyle I was yeah. getting mistaken you for you basically it got so bad once where I gave a talk at his school someone came up to Angela no. right, right after and was, short like, hair. and was like you spoke really well. Oh, <laughs> and that's the yeah. thing is like the most racist thing about that is that you spoke really well. What's the dot isn't it? It's, yeah. it's parentheses. For a white guy, yeah. And they look at you like ten minutes in and I'm already yeah. cut, man. I can't I mean, believe that. Yeah. That's something I think I've faced forever. For as long as I can remember, I've loved books. Hmm. So my vocabulary has mm. been yeah. solid. You know, I've always been able to converse and confident with the words or whatever. And mm. like people always, say, oh, why wow, you speak really well? Mm. And before I'd be like, oh, thanks. Yeah. Like, and now it's like, wait, wait, <laughs> wait where, where's your bar? What's your expectation? Mm. And, and it, like it, for me, especially working in academia in the north, mm. which is, you know, it's a, it got it's to a white upper class space. You know, you you are constantly battling against the preconceptions mm. of those you're surrounded by. And I, I know as a kid, I've always sort of like tried to rally and fight against what is expected of me as a black person, because there's all these projections that are put on you. It, a lot of time with sports, I like reading, writing, telling stories. Like you said, when you was a kid, I loved reading a lot of David Gemmell fantasy books, comics. I remember my dad used to get me three Goosebumps books in, a, in one book. Yeah every weekend and I'd read them, we had to do a report on them at school and I, we had one teacher every week that would question my parents, did he actually read all these three books? And my mum and dad were like, yes, he read them, okay, okay. <laughs> did he actually read these two books? And they're always double checking. I was like, well, 
See, and that's the difference because my mum's West Indian. So, you know so they tried that once. With her. <laughs> <laughs> so my, I, I was reading before I went to primary school, and I remember coming home. I was like, first day of primary school. I was like, Mum, look at the book I've got to read. <clears throat> my mum looked at the book, turned the car around, went back to the school, went, "What is this?" They were like, "Oh, this is a, you know, it's, it's a book that we asked all the reception kids to read." She went, "Wait there, twenty minutes." Drove home, took like twenty books from my library, and went, "This is what he's reading now." Mm. And they just like they had never dealt with a black. West Indian mm. mother before, and they were like, he can read whatever he wants. So I spent seven years just reading whatever yeah. I wanted. Yeah. But obviously, you, you're, you know, your parents polite, like, you know, he is reading it. Like you. Yeah, because all the school, but all the books at school were like, they were just boring. The house, the house on the three, the house on the three corners. Puddle Lane. Country Mouse, Town Mouse, that sort of bullshit. And we have passed them out for Biffin Chip. I refuse to partake in that's fun. Hold tight, hold tight, hold tight, Biffin Chip. Tell us about yourself, Dan. Yeah, so... You can tell us about your paper, right? Mate, mine's done lots of work. Mine's done lots of work. And it's it's funny, because... <laughs> Whenever I try and explain, like, when I start a new job and stuff, and I explain where I'm from, it's it it paints such a, a such a strange picture. Like, people don't believe it. Like yeah. I, I leave things out because like there's no one's just gonna believe that I did this. Like tell them like, I I used to work at Home Food Market, shining apples every Tuesdays and Thursdays, two hours before school, one hour after school. People are like that's that's not even a job. <laughs> like, well, I grew up in the same town as you, and I'm not sure I believe that. Ask Elliot what's today. I used to do it with, did it with him. Did it for all summer. Um, anyway, I'm I'm Dan. I'm a copywriter. Um, what is that, Dan? A copywriter is someone who writes marketing materials. Essentially, it could be anything. It could be a sticker. It could be a website. It could be a brand. It could be a, a story. It could be an advert. It's you're, you're you're basically a storyteller, which is why you know that's why we were speaking before why it's it's easy for anyone who's a writer to sort of move into it. Like I said, the, the struggle with it is. Just making sure that you don't get bored. Um, but yeah, I was a journalist before, um, and it's it's weird because I've never really, it's similar to you guys, like I've never really had anyone to talk to about this kind of thing, and I, I've I, I've just sort of I've sat with these issues, mm. and I remember when I first sort of started listening to um, so there's a podcast called uh, Three Three Shots of Tequila. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I thought it was really good because that the in I didn't agree with everything they said, but what it was really good at was it was a real conversation mm. between three young three like young guys, usually it's more, but like they're I think they're all like from Africa, like the of African descent. Yeah. And but they all live in London now. They're a similar age to us, and it's it just it's 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 a really sort of good insight. And they do what they do really well is they uh, it's really sort of it's quite engaging for for to, just the man on the street to to sort mm. of turn on and listen to. So that's when I first sort of started thinking. Actually, you know, it's there is a gap there for yeah. for for someone and awesome people like us. So uh, that's when I thought, okay. Huh. We need to make I think with that as well, what I thought what I thought was interesting about using that as a comparison is that is a picture of black that is kind of expected and um, which is well not even seen in the media. Though. Like it's for me what we're graded against. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like it's because there's almost like a staple for like okay, black is mm. Rude Boy London, African American, and as a footnote, 
and I mean in no disrespect to this, it's almost like Africans. Yeah. Yeah. Everything outside of that sort of expectation is a bit weird, a bit different. Like, hang on, you're from the, you're from the north. Well, mate, when I, when I started uni, no. when I started uni, <laughs> I'm up in Newcastle, and the amount of people that met me for the first time and are like, oh, I expect you to have a London accent. Yeah, I thought you were some sort of room. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Come on. That I was wearing Hollister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think I'm going to sound like that? Honestly, like, I don't wear Hollister anymore, but still. <laughs> Mr. Irving, say something. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm Angelo. I am currently studying for a master's at Sheffield, or well, University of Sheffield, uh, in English literature. I've got a real interest in post-colonial literature um, and different theories around it. I was a teacher for nine years. At, uh, six of those were spent at an independent school, and I have enough stories about race to fill several podcasts. Two years ago, I... Uh, had a battle with sepsis, which was a kind of score draw. Uh, made it out, but there were casualties, uh, my knee. Uh, and then I was just, because I had a near-death experience, it just makes you kind of question what you're doing. Mm. So obviously I was on this, you know, this path, teacher at an independent school, earning good money, living that good life, but I was like, it's not really what I want to do. So jacked it in. Started writing on a website, theblackunicorn.blog, first plug. plug. <laughs> I'll, I'll drink every time. <laughs> Don't. Let's <laughs> put it on the table. <laughs> and I just tried to write every day. Um, so I write about the things that are happening in the news, trying to provide an alternative viewpoint. Um, and then going back to uni has just been like this really amazing experience. And I grew up like I think all of us as the kind of... Sickest kids. <laughs> the, yeah. No, the, the black face in the white space. The I went sickest to, kids. I went to an all-boys yeah. grammar in school space. in... <laughs> I went to an all-boys grammar school in East Kent. Um, and again, uh, I've got enough stories to fill several lifetimes worth of podcasts about how race intersected. But one of the things that I've been exploring at university is this idea of blackness and... One of the things I always say is that I'm black because society tells me I am. Um, you know, if I'm describing myself, I don't put black as one of my descriptors. I talk about my love of English, I talk about uh, my love of Jamaican food, or I don't talk about myself as black, but that's how society sees me, so I have to understand and reckon with that. And I think the benefit of being in this kind of collective is, you know, that my story that, that there are people that have the same experiences it's just that nobody is mm. telling it you know yeah. no one's hearing it and and you know as much as i love kind of you know crepton conan and you know i listen to wu-tang clan i like travis do you know what i mean i like i like i like kaiser chiefs do you know it's, and it's like that that story isn't being told it's like nah it's almost like no you're not allowed to like kaiser chief so mm. i thought you was from london and it's like i was born in london Spent a lot of time in London, but no, I don't have the London accent, and I feel very much like a kind of, you know, a man without a place. Yeah. Um, mm. But what's really interesting is I think that that this group kind of can understand that, and I definitely feel that there are a lot of people that are having this. And I think there's a lot of people that feel like they have to front, mm. and so when I go to uni, I've got there are guys that are from like Birmingham, but they've still got the London thing, you know, like this is how they talk, and it's like like that's the mask that they choose to put on mm. for themselves, and it's like. 
I'm 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 a bit more grown. This I can't I can't put that on. So this has been a really well. The article that. that I wrote when we first started this pretty white to black exactly guy. on that yeah. because that's one thing where I was in my majority like white. I mean, and he plugs a he's plugging the page. Plug plug exactly, man. Come on. I mean, if there's one thing I'm allowed to plug, <laughs> it's, it's ourselves. No, I plugged it. I was like, pretty white for a black guy. Medium.com. HTM. That's one of the things that I went to. It's, it's bad. It's bad. Now, that's, that's one of the things I was saying on there in terms of. I was. I grew up in the same place as Dan. I mean, there were, what, 1,300 people in our school? Less than 10 oh. black people. Man, I bet the school pictures are like. You guys with that black hole, sucking on all the white I've got what we can have a little look at yeah. later. Yeah. I think full school pictures. I think we should add that. Is, so one, one thing we should add is a little bit of extra bonus material. Um, is that <laughs> school <true>. pictures? That's school pictures. Sorry, so do go on. No, yes, that's what I was saying. So, I mean, in these areas that we grew up in, where you are one of so few in a huge, huge, huge place, I often found myself, and I don't, I'm not particularly proud of the fact that I did it. Mm. But I often found myself speaking in a certain way that would mm. tone down certain aspects yeah. of my life to my white friends. Yeah. And then so when I was off playing ball and there's a lot of black kids there, when I go into the city centre mm. or into town centre, I hear myself saying words I've never said before, making reference points which I like, but it's not my life. And yeah, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, we've been there. I'm not proud of the fact that I did it then. I mean, it took me a hell of a long time to realise who I was and to be comfortable mm. with just being whoever I was in front of who the hell I wanted yeah. to be, so, mm. yeah. But so, I think, actually, that's one of the biggest, almost, like, byproducts of this group. Yeah. Like, it's given me a confidence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was you know literally going to say, who feels a lot more... Like, I had a person in the chat where you just, like, feel so much better that this group is here. It's almost like a support group. Isn't yeah, it? Like, no, it's cathartic. Yeah, like, yeah, when I know I mean, some shit goes down or I'm having a shit day at work, I'll just like look at this 2,000 messages that I've probably missed. 90% of these are probably about basketball, but I'll just have a look at it. And I'll just have a look at it like, the lads. One of those acting like Kanye. I'm here, you finished! You've been acting mad militant the last few weeks. What? I'm gonna get a the shining the shining just Michael Finley like, would be the best friend to leave today. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, I'll, I'll pull this out for Michael Finley. Yeah. <laughs> so like what is what what would you say? Like that. What, what what is everybody's intention for the group, for the page, for us? Essentially. What's the vision? I, like, where where I, do you want us to go? I don't wanna I don't sound wanky mm. saying this, but I see this as um I want it to be a movement. And by that, I, like I wouldn't want to just box it into being a blog, box it into being a podcast. Like I, I previously, I thought the best thing for me as a as a person is I like to say I like talking to people and I like sharing knowledge. So for me, I'd like I'd like to put on like events and live shows where you you have people on stage and they talk about their experiences and stuff and like. When you, you go something, almost like a seminar. Yeah. Mm. Those types of things. Mm. That's where I think this has got the potential to go to. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think. Yeah. Just giving people sort of confidence and uh, giving young men confidence. Cause young black men, obviously. Um, white men also. <laughs> Not discriminatory. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, like that. That's the type of thing I want it to be. I want it to be knowledge sharing, experience sharing, mm. and I want you know people to to sort of 
grow with like take things away and be able to grow that's yeah. for me would be the perfect thing i just want to be big enough that we get a cease and desist from disney you can't be, can't be using wakanda sorry yeah. like, just, <laughs> yes we've made it did yeah. yeah. you shut this down fam i've got the i've got the black panther t-shirt upstairs i was like oh fuck this shit going on. i was wearing it yesterday uh, i was like this shit is definitely gonna get taken down if i'm just here it's on YouTube. It's off YouTube. I've got a sweet Lion King Black Panther hybrid T-shirt. I'm not gonna lie. I've got like eight. I've got eight Black Panther T-shirts. I'm gonna lie to you. Because of Kamala Harris, it might be dead soon anyway. What? She's 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 doing the Wakanda forever, and she's running for president. So it's already dead. It's already done. Right, guys, welcome to welcome to five black guys in a box. But that's what I'm saying. So that's why it's nice just to keep that in the back pocket. I know. I really like that because you know. Welcome to the New York City Social Club. It's gonna make a comeback. I promise you. I think that's it because if it becomes sort of like a place where, let's say, people wanted to come to us to tell their story or they wanted to use this as an outlet to sort of mm. reach other like-minded people, individuals, and that's it, man. That's cool. But well, mate, you big. smashed it because you were saying earlier, there's not that many people. So when we were growing up, yeah. we didn't see ourselves no of today no in the media. You don't, you don't really have that. So if, I don't know if any of you guys were in this position, but I was the first person in my generation, I think I was the second person in my family to go to university. Mm. So it was kind of like, whoa, What's what is the blueprint for success? I don't I don't really know what it is. Because all you had right was expectation, right? Exactly. And I had responsibility expectation. Yeah. And like what like for me, it's exactly that. It's hoping that there's probably a kid somewhere, got two younger brothers in a similar situation, mm. and just goes, ah. So he felt like that too, and he didn't know who he was, and yeah. he didn't know how to navigate some of the stuff that True. nobody nobody like prepares you for. Mm. Well, exactly, and I think as well if you're looking. I don't want to keep harping on about mm. media representation of black people. But it is, no, but, it's no, but, that we, we can't, we can't, we can't ignore it. But the thing is, I look in in the media and the the portrayal of black people, black boys yeah, in particular, yeah. is often so different to what I am that I want to be able to show other people out there, other kids that are myself, 10, 15, 20 years ago, mm. that you might be in your house, you've just got your mother around, you've got all your friends are white this is something that you can make for yourself right yeah. it's not mm. a case of this is the blueprint of a black person if you're not that then you're yeah. who knows yeah, yeah. There's, there's an alternative out there you can't fix your creaky jump shot but you can <laughs> fix this uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't fix how you teach your I've got to my own <laughs> sit on that one i can't yeah. say anything i shot things snide me just any opportunity 20, just 20 like... jump shots a season on average but still averaging 18 points a game so take from that what you were mate <laughs> i've seen i've Can seen dan not... play basketball right so yeah. you stay you're straight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay so we're here to discuss liam neeson liam neeson's um most recent would you say confession more like WTF, admission. what the hell? This, admission. So, okay, this is a good place to start, and I think this is why it's so problematic. If he'd have sat down with Oprah, or it had been a discussion about race, or let's say that somebody had, like, some of them found text messages from another famous person, and he was saying, look, there is always a context. I'm, there's something I'm ashamed of, and, and framed it like that. But he was trying to sell tickets to his upcoming film. So do you think and the question that he was asked was about how did he get into character, and then unprompted, he's like, yeah. well, this situation happened, and the lesson that he took out of it was about vengeance. Not about going around trying to kill a black bastard, not about no, trying to kind of consider how he feels about race, it was about vengeance. I think saying? you've jumped, like for me, it's even like bigger than that, 
because you strip race from that. A friend of his has been a victim. Where, where? Yeah. And his position is to just ignore her, to check on her and whatever, and to take personal vengeance. I don't think it's that's, I don't think it's that's wait, 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 Nick, Nick, No, Nick, no, Nick, but no, that's, for me, that's the Nick, start point. Nick, finish his point, because I want to go around and hear what everybody thinks about the situation, right. and then we'll discuss it. So for me, that's the start point. So he's gone already, this woman, regardless of how she feels or whatever, I'm going to take vengeance on her behalf. Hmm. Next, I'm going to go, oh, so who did it? A black man. No, 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 He's preloaded in his conceptions of what colour was he or yeah. etc. Or what is what is a expected rapist to look like. Do you know what I mean? And okay. you know, yeah, you can say he's a product of his environment yeah, at the yeah. time, I understand that. But then the real problematic stuff for me, and I think Dan you alluded to it in the WhatsApp, was like if you're a journalist, sat opposite a man who's done this, it's your job to push and to challenge. I, but I know but that's and I think your point here, yeah. the context of the interview was wrong. Dan, what did, what did you think of the whole situation? And we'll get Doms and then... I mean, uh, we'll, we'll it's, it's, come, such, we'll, it's such a big thing. So just, just to quickly follow what, what Noah was saying, like, I, we are going to go into it, obviously, deeper. The one thing I'll say is, journalists, despite what people think, tell you, they are not one homogenous mass. Yeah, you cannot expect the 3am celebrity writers <coughs> to be holding Liam Neeson to account when he acts, when he, when he, volunteers the information mm. that he, he launched a racist crusade <laughs> hoping for murder. You're just walking around and hoping. Like you can't like you're not you this this person just went it, the, to soft soap him for a, like it was a, it was a movie <laughs> press run. He was probably so, just there, so like, that's why I said we can't I don't right. think we there's there's the person should have asked more questions, but I'm not going to have a go at them in that situation. Yeah. It's Liam Neeson, you're like, what? What's going on? <laughs> You'd have been scrambling, like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> and there's a lot of, yeah, so, you know, on, the, on that front. But for me, like I say, um, I, I feel like it's it's fascinating because it's, it, like I said, the timelines landed, it was, there, I think, it, um, Angelo's written extensively on this on his, his own his own platform. I don't, have to, I don't have to drink for someone else's. No, no, blood, you do. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've infected him. Long night for you. You've infected him with the plug bug. The plug bug is real. The plug bug is real. I might get wrong. It was Chamberlain Martin's birthday. Yeah. And Sandra And the fact it was, it landed. Obviously, it's Liam Neeson. It's a huge movie star. But this, so it 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 landed both in the US and the UK, and we've got. We're, we're similar countries, but we've got very, very different pasts. Mm -hmm. And his and last film was with he was he was married to a black woman. And, and, and this is true. But, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, so the, 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 there's those two different contexts where in in, in the US it's going to get a certain sort of response, in the UK it's going to get a certain response, and it's it's quite wild to me that the first thing is like, okay, I'm going to go on Good Morning America. <laughs> Sorry, and hug a black woman, and, and only <laughs> hug the black women in the audience. It's I mean, it's that quite, is so it's quite wild. So it is, it's a fascinating like, more I, and more it's, like a family guy. Yeah, it's a performance fan. So you know, it's I I think it's it's I don't I'm just very wary of just being too simplistic. Mm. Yeah, he's, he's, he's wrong, and you know, he's, he's, obviously he is wrong. But what? How? How then can we? Progress from that point because this this like this happened forty years ago. Mm. So how can we like how can we progress from the point where you know 
he felt really comfortable to just it, it just like you're saying it just fell out of his mouth <laughs> he's been and, dying to tell that story I've been sitting on this shit for a couple of days you can listen to the from Black History Month I've got some Black History too so how are you today Mr. Neeson oh my god you never I'm in I'm in sorry absolutely insane it's absolutely insane but like you're saying and that is that is a huge example of white privilege like he just because he, he didn't even have to consider the implications of it and the funny thing he was being vulnerable wasn't he yeah <laughs> he was and, and, but, but that, I, I think and I think that's why on the one hand you sort of treat him with like I, I'm not I'm not saying I don't want to say I, I, I absolutely yeah. said I, res, I respect him for it like I think there's a measure of respect in honesty yeah mm. in honesty in general because that's you, you can only progress with when you're mm. being honest but at the same time Mate, <laughs> what have you just said? Dom, what, what, what's your take on the situation? Well, my issue with the whole situation is... The whole situation? When I break it... Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> when I break it down into its composite parts, it all seems very simple, piece by piece. So one point I have is, first and foremost, you asked the question, what colour was the attacker? Issue. You're sounding like a racist. That's the first part. Second part is... I will go around and try and find any black person to club over the head with a kosh. Other issue there, right? Yeah. But then when you put the whole piece, you put all the pieces of the puzzle together, for some reason it becomes much, much muddier. Because my initial way of thinking was, okay. Mixing metaphors. This is, sorry. <laughs> Copywriter. <laughs> put the pieces together and it's just really muddy water. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? So it's, it's, it's really simple when you break it down piece by piece, but then. I said to Dan when me and him were talking about this, it might have been in the group, I can't remember. Um, but there's something to be said for personal growth. Yeah. And if he can look back on that and obviously be very ashamed of where his head went, then fair play. But then I also am very much stuck on the fact that these were feelings that he had in his mind. Where do they come from? Yeah. Mm. Um, there's something to be unpacked there as well. Mm. So I think you can look at it a million different ways. Um, and I don't think there's a black and white answer. No. I'm, I was like, when I saw it was all talking about it in the group chat, I agree with Dan about the whole thing. Yes, this is disgusting, the whole thing about the kosh, the fact that he asked what colour was he straight away, and he spent a week of his time <laughs> patrolling. <laughs> I'm like, can we get like, into Ireland? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, where's that last week? And this was, and this, you would have had one black guy in four days. You imagine he would have second black guy in his village. You'd be like, didn't do it. I got stopped up on accident. Like, on suspicion. On suspicion. Oh, man. And it's just like, I don't know, I kind of thought, like, good on this guy for fucking talking about it and sort of admitting that, like you said, he's not in respect and honesty. Can we not grow anymore in a public arena? Because you can't, you can't make any mistakes in the bath. But how genuine is this? Yeah. How so, genuine so is this? So that was where, like, for me, the timing was off. Exactly. The the kind of like he just chose to say it. Yeah. He's an actor as well. Like, yeah. 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 I'm like, listen, yeah. I don't trust this guy gets paid millions of dollars a year to put on a face. But so I, for me, I, 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 did, did, did the thought not cross your mind to think that okay, he's plugging a new movie? How much is this like with it? Because I, I yeah. think wait, it is 2019. <laughs> <laughs> this is possible. It is possible that this is a thing that he could be using to sell the film. I'd like to think it's not, but it. Yeah. Th would you, would you have even cared about the film, heard about the film? Look, nah. he's, he's yeah. a Netflix actor. 
Let's be honest. He's like, I can't remember. Why would Kate you ever go to the cinema to watch something that hey, is I another version of Taken? Yeah. My issue I mean, is people are. He's making forget, me forget, really forget, forget what he this. did. You give other let's, people far too much Let's credit, talk yeah. about the reaction and this idea. Look, he 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 doesn't deserve any backlash for what he said. I was talking to there's a there's a band that I follow on Facebook and they kind of opened it out to their fans and. I just said that, look, it's a nuanced thing. Uh, I'm happy he spoke up, uh, but to do it in service of a film is wrong. Mm. I also think the mindset behind it confirms what so many black people know, which is that just the art, the, the act of being having dark skin is dangerous. Well, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's a lot of stuff. Mm. And then th what they came back with is that, yeah, we agree that the fact that he went straight to colour is, is, is bad, but... We think that the term black bastard was used to show his poor attitudes at the time. All in all, uh, wouldn't be comfortable calling him racist because of this. And this gets to the heart of my issue is, what is the standard for calling someone racist? If it isn't someone that walks around looking for anybody black hmm. to hopefully kill... With a kosh. What, with, yeah, a kosh with a kosh. What well, is it? Interesting choice of weapon. What is it? That's the thing is like... And this is one of the things I get. I, I actually get really mad at is like, well, because well, it happens in media all the time. We don't say the word racist. Donald Trump had racially tinged remarks hmm. or racially charged remarks. That's my like, favorite. Isn't it? What yeah, what charged. is racist? Is it? It's like Let's get there. So do I have to charge the essentially what, I mean, what racist is today like. is if I catch you stabbing somebody that <coughs> is black and saying. I am stabbing you because I am racist. I think that is literally the standard. The w and the point I made yeah, is the word racist has no value if we choose the narrowest possible definition. But look at look at look look at it the opposite way, right? So you see all these things popping up on Twitter, these wonderful moments. And there's one I saw today which I thought was quite interesting. There was a white te teacher, father of three, and um, was on a unknowingly filmed tying back the hair of like a six-year-old little black girl twitter went crazy then it found its way to black twitter lands and everyone's like is this the standard that was like oh my god look how not racist look how well look how well to do people are yeah, no, if this look, is the bar look, look, i mean that is but, the flip, absolute no, but, but, but here's the thing here's where, where we kind of here's how you open it out last weekend uh, three or four guys white teenage teenage between 16 and 20 well, 16 and 19, so teenagers, on bikes, cycle past me, call me a nigger. If I then just fucked up the three closest white people, people would be like, no, nah, that's, that's just... You'd like, be in prison. Yeah, like, literally. And there would be no, there'd be no sympathy. I wouldn't get to sit down and talk about my thing. It's, it's the fact that his first... It wasn't, what did he look like? Because even if he'd have said, he? what did he look like? That's different. It then becomes understandable. <clears throat> the fact but the jumps. fact that... And it was almost like, when it was black, it was like, yep, knew it. Let's go. Yeah. Because if she'd have said a white guy, I don't. What, what's he going to do? Just walk around the streets of Ireland looking for a white guy to fight That's true. That is true. But I have a problem when, when we just like, if this had happened, and it's like, well. It didn't. This yeah. thing, we're then. We're, we're changing a situation which happened. 40 years ago. And this is, I, I, not, I'm not ever, I, I don't want to use the time to, oh, well, you know, time, things were different back then. But uh, he's, he's given this, he's just literally just revealed this information of something that, something that he did 40 years ago in Ireland. And it's like, it, it, 
we with and we are digesting it through today's. Do we agree? So, that it looks like we're yeah. it through today's do, lens. Do we agree that the issue isn't? Well, the issue is what he said. But do we agree that the the biggest issue, the most, uh, the one that is in people's faces the most, is is the forum in which he's told it. And and what that might say about the I reason know, I that there are a lot of elements. Yeah, that make so I think that's where well, my initial. I think from the beginning, I was like, I said to you, Dan, in the <coughs> dinner, I said, I don't think him plugging his film is the right place for yeah. him to admit. I, this. I honestly yeah. think. I honestly think. Like, and I mean, part of me at the same time goes, well, if he's not going to admit, if he's going to admit it anywhere, then that's the right place. Uh, no, no. I, I honestly think I, I'm not. I'm not quite as, as cynical as you guys. Like I, I just I feel like. Like he 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 just he said it without thinking about the implications yeah, yeah. of what it said, and I like say that's why it reveals that the ultimate white people. Like he, he he wasn't thinking. He didn't like, think he was saying anything wrong. I don't think wrong. he was thinking about plugging the film. He was talking about his motivation. Obviously, I think he was being quite candid, and his motivations. He was drawing upon that without right, thinking, right. and that's in a way that might reveal him to be even more racist because he, he didn't be, but he, it, wasn't, it wasn't a black issue to him, it wasn't yeah, a thing like this, that yeah. it was like, oh, well, this is the time I took revenge, and I took revenge, black people just happened to be the people that was well, taking revenge on in that particular moment, and I think well, that... that negates the black bastard. Oh. That negates the black bastard. Because it's like, you can take revenge on whoever, but it's like, mm. the black bastard is, is, is an element that you can't ignore. And is well, he saying the black bastard is, is a plural, well, is an individual? It's so the individual that actually did Looking it. for any... Black bastard. It's, oh, mm. the black bastard. No, any, 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 any black bastard. Any. But, I mean, yeah, that it's, part it's, is just racist. We can debate that, that for ages. We don't even need to. That that is, racist. Uh, but yeah, I, I di this is what I'm saying about the, like, the, the forum he chose. What I don't think it was. It, there's no way when he walked in, he had the intention of telling no. that story. No, you don't think? It no. Just, no. no way. I don't think it's just three points. That's why I think it's the. Here's what I would say. Here's what I would say is that as someone that's watched famous people for a day where they do presses, and that's music, not film, they get asked the same question 20, mm. 30 times. Mm. And it will be, you know, what was your motivation? Da -da 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 I'm telling you that he knew that that story was there. I would love to hear the audio because it just, it was like, he had it loaded in the chamber. Well, he must have done, hadn't he? Because, because if he's saying that that was his inspiration for the role, that is what yeah. enabled him to get into role. And, he must and the other thing is it happened it. 40 years ago. It's not like he's just carrying around stories from, he, yeah. he knew that, he said he used that role, he understood about vengeance and one of the things that he really, was because of that role. He had can that I, story Can I be honest here? Can I, I, I be honest Am I the only person who thought, out of all this, there's going to be a film about that very situation starring Liam Neeson. <laughs> I was literally feeling, I was literally like, oh no, I was, this is where oh, I think, already, no, and you think I'm cynical. I was literally feel like 2020 is going to be out, it's going to be a hit. He's gonna, and that's going to be his redemption. It's going to be a shit film though, wouldn't it? Because that's going to be his second film. It's about walking around sulking. That'll be the... Try to find one of two black people in the island. That'll be the basis for the storyline. In 2020, it's going to come back. Everyone's going to be like, courageous, give that man a That'll be the first Netflix First Netflix film to win an Oscar. You heard it here first. To move the topic away from race though, something that is genuinely problematic is that... The way that he tells a story, he takes a woman's trauma and makes it about his revenge. Mm. And so takes her 
her agency entirely away, and mm, that is messed I'm, up too. I'm not having that really because I mean, he's talking about in that moment what he's he feeling, used yeah, yeah, to yeah, get yeah, into yeah. character. We're not we're not hearing anything about what he said to the woman, the conversation he had with her first. No, because what he chose to offer up was what he chose. Yeah, to because offer that's up. what the role was about. The role is about revenge. And you have so many different thoughts that go through your head when something bad happens. That bit, so. that bit is also, that bit is his story to tell. He can't hmm. tell her story. Which That's why, like, like, it's not his place to start, like, he can't be... Like, <laughs> 92 hours. 92 hours, just just hit Linus and scowling. <laughs> With a cosh phone. Yeah. Just brandishing the cosh phone. I thought it was the black guy, but they just finished playing Red. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ooh, that's like 1970s racism. Right? Oh, oh, that's that's, 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 that's <laughs> Oh, God. No, I think it's just, just, just guys in blackface. Oh, uh, kills a black guy. It's actually a white guy. It's Al Jolson. Cut the cameras, let's fucking fuck that shit now. And that's it, and everyone learns a lesson in the end. <laughs> Don't do blackface and you won't get killed. <laughs> that's the lesson! Yeah, he, had, he actually ripped his mask off and he's a black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're yeah. Bell. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> we're done! We're done! <laughs> uh, I think Chappelle would be up for that role. 100%. 100%. <laughs> Look, current day Chappelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah current day. No, it's man. time to make America wait. He, he's he's past it, mate. Yeah. He, he won't do Not past it, but that, he's, I know he's, he's, he's beyond that. He won't do that shit. I'm quite glad you, like, you brought him up. I, was, I nearly put him in the group the other day because when. I've always been looking at like this this particular issue. Like I've been looking at it in terms of what, how do we respond to it? Because mm. they, they, that's like for me, it's the response is everything. Like how? Because how can we make things better? How can we progress? And mm. that's why I've been sort of more empathetic than other people have been towards him. Like yeah. just, just it, it. We we need to get somewhere. So you've got to be able to sort of move beyond the outrage. Yeah. Well, I mean, and like, sorry, like, like I say, sorry. Um, Dave Chappelle tells a story in his like latest stand-up, and he's saying uh, about when he's talking about Me Too, and he's, he says a lot of people will disagree with him, like women disagree with him, and he's he's saying like you, you can't let he cites Ben Affleck, or Imperfect Allies. Yeah, and, and he says like Ben Affleck spoke up about it, and people like brought up some some comments or the way he treated women in the past, and Ben Affleck from that was like you know fuck this I'm out. <laughs> you suck a titty in '98. <laughs> <laughs> and his point is that he's like literally you, you need you're going to have imperfect allies mm. is the actual quote and it, that is so so yeah. true because you can't they, he, he says lasting peace you're not going to make a lasting peace you've yeah. got to bring people from the middle you've got to bring people who you know wouldn't necessarily well, to, to that point there as well it's, Sorry, mate, it's, 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 it's a really Absolutely. good point well, one thing that I've been saying quite a lot recently and I'm, I'm sick of hearing myself say it is that one of the reasons that a lot of Western culture is in the position that it's in right now is that you've got two sides yelling at each other with no empathy. It's like, you're wrong, we're right, and the same on either side. But no one really takes time to actually try and understand what is making this person feel but, like that. So this and, and, and honestly, I think that's, that's why I'm trying to look at things in a slightly different way, but, just to try and uncover a little bit more and understand and I mean, where they're coming from. For me, I think the best decision we collectively <clears throat> made was not to discuss it in the chat. Because I've been able to sit on multiple perspectives and trying to, you know, bring a couple of different parts to the table. But inevitably, I get drawn back to my own experience yeah. and hearing stories of my dad and my uncles. Mm. 
fighting these national front guys and being in these situations and you always, for me, it's completely selfish and irrational. But I go, how many people have died? Imagine my dad, you know, one guy took revenge on my dad one time or my uncle one time for someone else's actions. That's a, that's a consequence a white man never has to face. So for me, I know I'm biased. I know I'm irrational in this argument. And arguably it's because for me, the conversation wasn't, or the response wasn't to a standard to reflect the impact and importance of what Liam Neeson had shown. Hmm. You're in the media, he's talking about... Well, Liam Neeson thinks you're disposable at that moment. Hmm. Do you know what yeah, I mean? And, and this is what's crazy because it builds on an even larger issue and something we'll inevitably dig into when we're talking is we are, in, we are valued less. How many times were you told you have to work twice as hard? How many to times get half as much. To get half as much. How many times were you in situations where you saw mediocre people fail up the chain and I give the latest example for me and this is something which I didn't believe it you know this whole idea of people failing upwards what do you mean you get to fail and move up the chain we did a consortium project with you know with these people and this guy did Got tens of thousands of out. you know I'm not a cart shot in front listen I won't have a job tomorrow but turn away that Kofi it'll be out years what are you talking about <laughs> So you know, there's this there's this partner in a project. The workload is huge. <laughs> Yo, another one for the notebook. My workload. Oh my god! <laughs> but no, I think the thing for me is like you know, I was in this situation where I was tasked something which I take very seriously. You know, research coming from the background I do. So you know, I, I apply myself to it. I do all of this, and then I see the equivalent that someone else has done, and it's basically earned half my salary for this one bit. And it's a freedom of information request to a council. And I'm like, did no one, like, I put something in and I've got everyone coming in. And that's not a race thing, that's just the environment I'm in. But like, he's been allowed to go through all the same checks apparently as everyone else, deliver whatever he delivered, ride the rest of the project when we then deliver something. And he was sat in a meeting being like, we finally got the right team in the end. What? Like, you shouldn't be sat around the table. Like, why are you here? How are you here? And the only thing in my mind, once again, it largely irrational is, ah, oh, because you don't look like me, or because you're familiar, or, you know, you, you're friends and you're friendly. And I think, yeah, it's just, it's hard for me because in those times, it means more to us. So that response meant more to us. Or I certainly expected more from that response. Mm. A service to me. A service to my family members, a service to, you know, people that in 10 years time, hopefully won't ever have to face the chance of that. But well, we look at it and it's, it's quite a coincidence that it happened the same day as Trayvon. Mm. Because, I mean, that's effectively what happened to him that day, isn't it? George Zimmerman was out there looking to kill a black dude, mm. effectively. And we can, we can shape it however we want to. So him thinking like that and acting in a way where he ultimately doesn't, kill a black person is one thing but the thought that it crossed his mind the only thing that was missing was the actual application yeah. so I mean that in the court, exactly in a court of law what's I, missing but, is some but, but, what I will say, but this is, but this is the what men's rate is there the intention yeah but so like, it doesn't take away it can't it cannot take away that all these people that are saying yeah but that's how he thought it's different commending him praising and sort of honestly it's gone to the point where I've heard some people are literally praising the guy for being honest and growing, but and I do, I do get what you, I do get what you, what no, you were like, saying in the group chat. Like, where I just want to like clarify, like, the, 
<laughs> we should be able to make mistakes and grow yeah, on top. But there, is, there, there are two sides to this movie. One, like, the there are, there are so many parallels with the Zimmerman mm. case, but what, I'm always, like, loath. Like I say, you're comparing two different contexts. Zimmerman's happening in the context of everything that's happened for the last 40 years. Mm-hmm. See, that's he made those decisions based on that. Yeah. And Liam Neeson... Did thought whatever he thought and did whatever he did based on the time that he was in and whatever's gone before mm-hmm. around it. I'm not excusing it. He did what he did, but I'm yeah. just saying when we a part of the debate and we're trying to sort of make something out of it, I just think we've got to be careful about just saying, "Well, yeah, you know, it's, okay. it's, it's, it's the but same thing." What I would say is times have changed, but attitudes haven't. Because okay, take Liam Neeson, take him and put it to one side. Mm. What about this? And I remember this story it was in Texas in June 20. 17 a black off-duty cop was coming to assist some officers but as he approached them the other cops who were white just saw a black man coming towards mm. him and shot him mm. one of the cops later justified this action by saying that he apparently feared for his safety the black cop's lawyer said of a case that his client was treated as an ordinary black guy on the street you don't need the evil intent you don't need the evil intent that zimmerman had you don't need the kind of if you give, giving it giving it. giving it the most generous Interpretation: the desire, the desire for vengeance for his friend that Liam Neeson had. The 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 point is, is that black skin is disposable. One of the things that I wrote about at university, not plugging, not plugging. No, it's a university essay. It's actually, it actually costs you money to write it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I got a scholarship. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 the, con- the, the social contract that is blackness, the social contract that is whiteness. And if you look in English common law, early American law, where you get these terms whiteness and blackness, blackness was always used as a, as a form of subjection, i.e. It, it is used as a way to keep a group of people down. And, the, and if, you look at, if you flip it and look at whiteness, whiteness didn't mean white skin to begin with. It meant European, normally English-speaking, and the term expanded when they needed to concentrate who they were subjecting. So my point is, is that the Liam Neeson story, the George Zimmerman story, the off-duty cop story feeds into this narrative that's been happening for hundreds of years that says black skin is enough. I have been jacked up against police cars more times than I can think of because I look like a suspect. You know, the old Dave Chappelle joke, we're looking for somebody between 5'7 and 6'8, uh, black guy. Black you know, yeah. you know black, and black, that black, is... Black, black. black and black. Yeah. One, I tell you one of the things that has saved me more than one police beating is the way that I sound. As soon as they hear me, it just throws them off because they're like... No, where, it where puts is, them at ease. You, yeah, it does, mm, it does. That's interesting. Um, but I'm also a very deferential character in the presence of that as well because mm. I, like, I really don't want a police beating. Like, do you know what I mean? So I will be extremely polite. But the point with the Liam Neeson thing that that me as a, as a, as a black man is trying to scream is, see, I told you, I'm not being paranoid. And the fact that he didn't find a black bastard to kill doesn't change the fact that yeah. a lot of the stuff that happens to black guys is exactly like that. That yeah. we become the victim in somebody else's revenge fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fun. I think I was uh, 
But then they yak, <laughs> then like yak at you, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they yak. <laughs> no, but, but, but yeah, but so my other thing was like, it wasn't. It, I, I, John Barnes came in for a lot of criticism there, and I, I, I when I watched, I was like, he's, he's spoken really well, and I understand why like he went on. And those shows are always difficult because. Can you just give us the context for that? Because I haven't seen. So, before, so, so, so John Barnes went on to the went on to the news, and he went on loads of different channels. Actually, he was saying he, he his quote was John Leonison <laughs> should be giving him a medal for uh, admitting to what to that thing, like to, to admitting to what his actual thoughts and feelings were. So he didn't. At no point did he excuse what he said. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, his, yeah. His whole thing was the willingness. It was yeah. He was like this. Is the type of that, this is how people think. Yeah, and that's and I thought it's it's, it's phrased this terribly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what John, a former footballer was, like, was John, it? Eloquent. I was like, yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. John, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> when you get off this channel, Tom, <laughs> talk to your people. Uncle <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John, you fucked. Yeah. <laughs> but he's all like, he, he actually kept saying it. It should be given a medal. But he's he's all thing was like this is how people think. So we need to and. He came to the same conclusion I thought, just in a different way. It was like, there needs to be a way in which we can, people can, can say these things mm. and open up to these things, mm. and we can have this because what this like, it, what I'm heartened by a bit is that this debate publicly, it's been pretty, it, it's been quite grown by the measures of debate nowadays. It's been quite grown up, and, it's, yeah. and people we're, we're starting to move to a place where it's the, people putting some thought into it. And it's some, really and accepting. Honestly, mm. mate, yeah, have you been even, around? Even yeah. like that. Are, are you look at the debate around sort of trans people in the last in the last six yeah, months yeah. to a year? That's been mate, that's, that's horrendous. I think this this is this. So is, are you I talking think, about truth and reconciliation? When you say that there needs to be this space, well, I, I think that's that's what we're going to need to do eventually. I think that that's inevitable, but I don't think that'll ever happen. Mm. You don't think it will? It happened no, in South Africa. Yeah, yes, but you just but you tell the Western world like <laughs> what you need to do, my people, is apologise. Is do what Nelson Mandela did. No, no, but it wasn't about apologising. It was about getting the no, truth out. And that's, no, true, true. And that's the thing. I, I think that that is key. But I think. We're not going to do that, but I think it's got to be on an individual level. Like I say, we need to have a point where we can say, okay, you can say these things and not be be. I say like, it, yeah. it's difficult. I don't. I don't say that. Well, not face like, retribution. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because that's Cause the thing. We, we just we it, we're at the point now where this this shit's done. Like this is happening to us every day. Yeah. So we need. We've got to try something different. <laughs> There's got to be. We've got to try something different to. To mm. get to a point where tomorrow is going to be better for us, yeah. where we don't have to keep having these same conversations and facing these same. Look, let me tell a short work story, which I think is quite funny in terms of we, we, you know where we've moved on and we're developed. Uh, so the the last place that I worked at, um, sitting in the staff room, and I ask a colleague, um, "Would you like you know uh, can I make you a drink?" She's like, "Hey, I'll have a coffee." And I said to her, "How would you like it?" She, and she looked me dead in my eye and went. Like I like my men, strong and black. I knew she like, I've, I've had someone say that to me as and, well. And, and I'm telling oh. you. Yeah, but do you know what I used to do in those situations? Oh. I'd use the Tyler Creator bar. Oh, I like all my women like I like my drugs. Why? <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, is that... That was not making it <laughs> But my, my point is, though, is that actually... We have, to, we have to provide a space for which the colleague can say that. 
but we also need to provide a space where I can say, here's here's how that makes me feel when you say that. Mm. You know, and I don't want I don't want it to kind of when I'm going for a job to be told that well he's not particularly friendly because I didn't laugh at a joke that that made where I'd have to have you know, abased myself, debased myself mm. to kind of go along with it. You know, and you know, I'm tired of being other people's dark meat fantasy. Do you know yeah, what I mean? And I want to be able to say that without not, yeah. be, without being denied the job. Yeah. Well, I think that's kind of that's where true. my article came from. Yes, in terms of like, you know, you're not really black. And, you know, the peer I mentioned, it was within the last year mm. that I heard this. And going back to what you said, Dom, about imposter syndrome, like, I never planned to be an academic researcher. So the environment I was in, I was uncomfortable with anyway. Mm. Then I remember I went to like the, I worked for a big consortium project and uh, we went to the launch and there's a photo, it's still out there, it's on stage and I am the blackest face. No one looks remotely <coughs> like me, sounds yeah, like me. And of course it's the North East and you know, it's, it's one of those things but for me it's like in those moments, it's like if there's no one like me and if you're going to take the fact that I'm different to you and you're not weaponizing it and you're not doing it on purpose because in your mind you're just making a joke. But yeah. these are things that, you know, they knock your confidence in sending an email, in completing a paper, in the willingness to go above and beyond. And arguably that impacts more lives than, you know, that's the, what's, the, that's the, what's the, kind of the Liam Neeson's, do you know what I mean? That's, what's, the, in, that's what's impacted our progression because I... I've spoken about it with several different friends, and again, like like in your article, it's something that I touched upon as well. When you have to effectively go through your life, not just second guessing yourself, but really, really thinking through everything that you're going to say mm. when you're in certain crowds, mm. that adds up. That adds up when you're doing like your whole life, mm. right? And I think that's one thing that is probably the most difficult for white people to understand. Mm. And I'm slowly, slowly getting through to some of my friends. How, how are you saying to them? Because I've tried to have a conversation with someone saying like when you are that black face and that white space and there's an expectation of the people who you are meant to represent. Mm. How do you get that across to some people? Because I, I, what you guys are saying is refreshing that you say that because it's like any time flip up and then you know the, the fader for when we're going live or any time we're, you know, we step in front of a camera, it's always like I am a lot of people's first image of what they're going to see as a black person. And you've got all these things in the back of your mind thinking, Shh, and it, this might sound a bit ridiculous, but don't let the side down, don't let the side down. Do you know what I mean? It's a side I've had a lot of friends over like, did you, in fact, some close friends of mine who I can sort of have these conversations with was like, when you started your job, how much pressure did you feel as like, okay, if I fuck up, I'm fucking up, not just for me. Yeah, because you're not allowed to fail. We're not allowed to fail, we're not getting second chances. People said to me, people said to me all the time, like, work, like, you. You speak very strange. I'm not lying to me. Like, oh, and I've I've got a, I've got a, a, I just drink this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a large vocabulary, and people say oh, you speak you speak really strangely. Eloquent. You speak really strangely, and I like my thing is like, well, I've got to talk to a lot of different people. Mm. And they just—it's like, my I, job, isn't it? I literally mean different people, different people from different areas, like different parts of society and the way I do that is like that's my that's my tool that's my weapon like and it's and I shouldn't do it 
I shouldn't do it. I should just talk to everyone the same. Yeah. But that I, I, I I'm, I'm so. I've We're born with the ability to, with the ability to code switch, though. A hundred percent. No, 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 not no, born no, with no, it. No, forced to forced to learn. No, 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 no. I think, no, I think, no, I, think, no, I, think no, I think that's nonsense, personally. I think we, we because I, I do, I do it within groups outside of people. Outside of race, no, class, no, yeah, yeah, completely yeah, outside class, of all that. So, for instance, when I speak to someone and I'm doing a little workshop in. South Africa mm. is very different to the way that I'm going to carry myself and do a workshop no, that's in no, Japan, yeah. Man's global. in all these different places. <laughs> like we laugh about it, but it's true. So I think those kind of things is what separates a person that is socially aware and knows how to conduct adept. themselves yeah, and adapt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And has that adaptability. That's that's a real skill to have. And mm. we unfortunately have to develop that skill from a young age. It's honestly, I think having to deal with these situations a, since I was a kid is one of the reasons why I have excelled in the business place because same, I can speak to anyone same, in any different it's, way. And I think it's been quite difficult to accept that. Mm. So when I went from primary school to secondary school, I went from a working class local primary school to a 11 plus. I went to Crossley. Free, listen, yeah. I got the education in it. Yeah. I got the education. But <laughs> it was one of those things where I went to this environment where not only, like, like I've said before, it was where class became a thing. Mm. So not only was I just dealing with the fact I was one of six black faces, it was like, you're one of 50 working class faces in your year. Mm-hmm. And there's more than that, and I'm sure I'm going to get some more abuse for it. More you know. <laughs> 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 it wasn't. <laughs> nah, I mean, there was one nonce, Sorry, which I will happily... Yeah, hold on, wait, 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 we just come through with the term nonce. We just come through with the term nonce now. Okay, yeah, let's just Beep! A few like, moments later. What's what we're saying, nonce? Not on, not on normal community exercise. Oh, I don't know what it stood for. I mean, it means, it means, it means child fiddler. Yeah, that's what we use. That's what we use. Oh, okay. I mean, we're talking about your classmates, which is like, no, 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 no. No, no, we actually mean nonce. I think the biggest thing for me, I learned an actual. That's the thing. That was a joke. Yeah, actual. Okay, it was legit. This is this is we can we can verify this. Cool, cool, cool. Public record. But I think you know that environment for me was where I really learned that in the first instance. It's I couldn't be. The the, the, the the kind of bibliophile nerd who... My, my motivation to finish my homework was to be allowed into the adult section of the library. That wasn't accepted. Shit, no, I trust. Mm. But that was not accepted when I went to school. Mm. That's like, nice it, that was not okay. That, I, that I was me. And, you know, I had to be the fastest player on the rugby team. Or, oh, you've got an afro, I want your babies. Or, like... No, but you got a big old dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I was born in the wrong town. Oh, I bet your dick's massive. I'm a 12 year old. I'm going to Huddersfield. I, I lost, when I lost my virginity, right? The next day I was in like, school. Yeah, we'll the amount of questions that the girl got asked about my dick. It's like, come on, man. And I think, you know, this is going to clean up on that shit. Little speaking talk. He's gonna what? He's gonna dr- get to get to Huddersfield for the night. Just yeah. drive back in silence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. just happy. Yeah. Right, you have to delete that from the cameras tonight. Guys, <laughs> why do you delete that from the cameras? Fucking hate me. This Eddie's gonna think so. Long. <laughs> <laughs> two story. Two stories there about in tr- truly kind of bringing it, trying to get it back to. Liam Neeson and all of that stuff. Yes, can you pass one of these? <laughs> year seven, year seven. End of year maths exam. Get ninety-seven percent. Get put into the bottom set. Why? 
told because of who I hang out with. Oh, you're dyslexic Gen and you got 79%. Uh, <laughs> even still, that's not what I'm, I'm a drink because it's going to sound dickish. I was a certified genius, so. Oh, yeah. fair. Oh, fair. Mate, have you ever had a teacher call your parents and ask them who wrote, who's written this child's short story? Uh, and my, yeah. my creative writing stories were amazing. Yeah. I had a teacher at a certain yeah. school. Just reading this. <laughs> oh, we're gonna, we're gonna flash the name across the board yeah, with this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just run it. Back and take. Back and take. I've got my eye against the name going across the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, I have a. <laughs> I, I'm gonna use that soundbite and have a picture of her. What this bitch? This bitch. Honestly, she's called my parents and on several occasions we're like, who's who's done his homework? Who's written these stories? My mum's like, he's always writing stories all the time. We can't get him to stop writing stories. And, and it's just like, uh, and you know, you know, do you know what it is, yeah. right? And it's nah. like when you are good at something and you enjoy something and you thrive in an area where they don't expect you to, the claws start coming out. They start bringing bringing down. They start working. And they start sort. Yeah. They start. They, they like to. Well, I say they. Some people like to get in your head. Don't let them get in your head. Don't let them tell you can't do it. Don't let them tell you. Keep away from they. Keep away from they. And it's like it's almost like there's like a guidebook where like okay these these little black kids are doing well in this area. Don't see that in the tick box. Let's bring them down a penny. Do you know what I mean? Well, almost like there's a checkbook. It's fascinating because like that's like that not subtle racism because it's blatantly racist but i remember like an old type my mum for this because old type mum's a oh, old type mum's warrior old type mum's yeah so my young can't let go it's in me now my younger has me now man my younger brother was in i think it was like a history of or like a geography lesson or whatever and like the teacher used to make him stay behind and pick up bits of paper off the floor. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine your teacher makes you stay behind and makes you pick stuff off the floor. What the fuck? Okay, so we, like, we all have to give a fucked up story. Okay, uh, played a rugby match. Uh, I scored all the points for the team. Uh, at the end of the game, the teacher destroyed me because I missed a tackle. <laughs> he was like, he was like, we, we could have won this game, but Irving missed a tackle. I was like, we lost 44-26, and I scored 26. He was like, nope, Irving is the reason because that one tackle. And I was like, cool. Come on, Dan. Give us something. Give, like, and it was one of those, I don't even, I didn't at the time think, that was racist. But this is the other thing about racism, though, is that here's how evil it was. That might just have been that I was a dickhead. But it's like, because there had been so many other teachers that had been so openly racist. Like I had because I used to have hair like this you when were I was in school. Worst, you and teachers would be like, because I used to like have to tie my hair up. They'd be like, he's got a pineapple sticking out of his head. The teachers would be like that. So Did they ever make it, could it? I wasn't allowed back Oh, to they school. tried to, they tried to. Then my mum came in. I wasn't allowed back to school. We're going to shout out your mum. We're shouting out my mum. I wasn't allowed back to school to finish my GCSEs. Got back from America, had the best summer of life. Working my uncle in the States, going around California cooking. Proper Ghanaian food at festivals. Mm. Come back and like, my dad calls up. Oh, make sure you cut that lad's hair because he's not going back to school to finish his GCSEs because his hair is. How old were you? I was 15, 16. Fucking is distracting. Hell. So this is 2003. Distracting. Yeah. You went around America with 15 years old. Oh, California. That's mad. Dude, um, Oxnard, cooking food Malibu. Oh, make sense. Yes. Venice. <laughs> 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 
he missed that whip. There was a girl that used to drive him everywhere. Oh, we do. Couldn't see any of the windows. I'm not the one who fucking hates it. I just like how you guys react to the whole Oxnard thing. Like it's worth. Are we doing? Are we doing this? No, we're not doing no, we're it not because doing. we're already fucking diverged so far. Off <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Liam Neeson. Right so we weren't talking about Liam Neeson. Anyway, I'm we did back say to that we would use Neeson as yeah. a way to talk about. Okay, the, the but I just want to finish this, right? Put in. All right. Going to university is the only way we are even going to get a second look. And that second look can mean everything. Even well, if it means getting you in the door so as a general. This, uh, I mean, so this, no, but this really resonates for me, right? Because... Bleep that out. Bleep that out. Sorry. 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 Oh, there we go. But, I mean, this really resonates for me because... So, you know... Uh, he's in the pocket. He's in his bag now. He's, and, he's fully in his bag now. Hands <laughs> into the bag. Right. So it's all going to get cut. <laughs> when, the <Henny's, laughs> when the Henny's in the system. <laughs> no talent. But for me, I think, you know, it comes, it comes down to, like, this situation where I finished my first degree and I was that unsure... Drink! <laughs> I'm sick of you, Nate. I finished my first degree. <laughs> master <laughs> Nate, innit? Master goodness, Nate, just refer to my name. Nate Dog, Nate Dog. So I finished my, like, my industrial design degree, and like, I felt. Oh, for goodness sake. Nah, listen, let the people them know. He's <laughs> <laughs> into so, the CV, innit? Listen, we can go all night. <laughs> Always let us after his name. No common sense. Goodness grief. But, you know, I finished it, and I felt that, like, incompetent that I thought I had to go and do another one just to get to where some of my peers were and then when I was on that you know my masters there was people that have now they've walked into jobs for global banking companies doing the same role I have within my company and they every time I put a post up on Instagram they'll be like oh what's that oh what are you doing here or what are you doing or how are you know poking me for advice and for fun and you know you think I'm, you get that job no why not? Why? Because, because, I don't know, the reason I don't think I get that job is because I don't have the experience that the job I description just, says. I, no, no, and this is genuine from applying, last year I applied to over 200 different jobs. Hmm. So I kind of knew where I sit, right, within the process. But my thing with you, Nate, is I, I like, my, we, we, we touched on it before, like, yeah, I'd work twice as hard, forget half as much. And my, my stepdad said this to me when I was, uh, my parents were when I was 17, and he said this to me, he said, look, and I'm like, Fact is, it's like it's a shit world, and it's, you know, it's, it's, he's an old white dude, like he's middle class. His family's pretty, pretty good. Like my my uncle was a queen surgeon mm. uh, for like ten years. So what? He's a queen surgeon. I'm not repeating that. Yeah, that's what Drink. it was. Yeah, definitely but, don't um, that. You've got very quiet. For obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing was, but that's but the, he said to me, he said, look, the fact is, you need to. Create. He said the best way for you to go ahead is for you to create your op own opportunities. Yeah. Like you can And my my thing with you, Nate, is like you're like you, you are you're going to be vastly overqualified when you're going in for yeah, jobs. Yeah, you're yeah. going to frighten people. 
you're yeah. going to frighten people. And Angela, you you might face the same thing when you when you go for jobs, like especially when they meet you. Mm. They're going to be intimidated by the fact that you educated yourself to that level, mate. It's already happened. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So you've got to, I, I feel, you know, it's, it's going to, you, you're going to have to sort of carve out your own lane. So you find 200 jobs does not surprise me at all. Like, they're not, you're not going to, they're not going to hear it from you because it's, it's intimidating. And, and I think, to be it fair, really to be fair, I mean, you know, I complain about this guy who's in that situation, but I'd never want to be in that situation. Mm. And I like, like you say, you know, you've, yeah. you've, you say yeah. you have to carve out, and very much so the situation I find myself in now is mm. of my own creation. But wouldn't yeah. you want to be in that position where you know you can create anything you want? I would know, the, the dream for me, and anyone in sort of any sort of creative industry, is being able to be like, right, this is who I am, this is what I can do. This year, I'm going to go to Netflix. I'm going to be this year. I'm going to go to ITV but Channel Four. Like, this is yeah, but they, no, but I'm saying like, put yourself in that position. Who you want to be is a person that mm. has the options to do anything. Mm. And if you're overqualified, if you can create any opportunity, not many people are in that. A lot of people go begging, cap in hand, to be like, look, please give me the funding to make this thing. But if you're like, look, I have these skills. I know this can work. I know you guys are missing what I can give you. Just give me the money to do it. And people will be like, that is the world we're at today. Have you seen Sarge Bob? That's where we are. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one thing that really resonated with me, right? So obviously oh, it's yeah. a really good film. Massive. But when Danny Glover is explaining. Giving him a little game. When he's explaining game. what you've got to do to, be, to do the white voice, right? Yeah. And he's saying the intricacies of doing the white voice. And I think something along the lines of um, you're walking in there like you've not got a care in here, your bills mm. are paid and all that kind of stuff. Mm. That is the way that I've always approached every single work context mm. that I've got when I've got to go and get something. It's like, fuck it, right? I, I know that I'm as good, if not better, than most people that are going for this. Yeah. I'm going to walk in there and I'm going to bat this out the fucking ground <laughs> because yeah. I know that. And that always works for me. So every single time I do... It's the park phone. Just pull them huh? up on that. It's the park, not the ground. Yeah. Just, you know, that's... Mate, cricket man, it's West Indian. <laughs> there we go. It's like, it's <laughs> how, how are England doing today? Oh, uh, mate, they're going over free. Going over oh, free. Is it oh, that man, bad? You've had a nice holiday. You've <laughs> <laughs> had an extra three days on the beach. Here's the thing, though. Here's, yeah. So... Um, I went. I went for a job in the northeast. But what was interesting was I went. I, I went for a uh, maternity cover there. And like the thing is, is like I didn't really want the job. So my my confidence was just like I knew I was a good teacher. I knew I was the most experienced teacher that was going there because I was the only teacher that was was having to take a pay cut to go for the job. But what was interesting is I went for the interview and it was made up of I think four different parts. <coughs> the first part was the kind of general health and safety, what you do if a child makes a um, disclosure, da da da. Basic, basic stuff that you safeguard, you have to do all the time. I then teach the lesson, and the lesson that is being taught, it's the, the, the teach, I'm taking over from that teacher. Group of rowdy boys love rugby, and that happened in the afternoon. But before that, I had the interview with the head and the deputy head, and imagine me just kind of just. Imagine me with yakking my system, but going for a job interview. Just, just, and so they were asking me questions and I was fully confident. And they were like, why do you think you're the right person for this job? Well, I've got a track record of delivering results in a short period of time. This is a maternity cover. You don't want to be going to your governors saying the reason we've done badly is because we took on a cover. I mm. said, I can guarantee with six years worth of data, which I do, that I can do that. So they're interested. And they were like, well, what do you think you can bring to the classroom? And here's me. I was like, why don't you come along and watch my lesson? Like, just real 
comfortable. You terrified like, them. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So then, then, then I'm sitting. I'm sitting at lunchtime. At the lunch. At the well, here's it gets better. So at the lunchtime, talking to the sports department. Yeah, I coach rugby. I coach cricket. I can do. Uh, three terms of sport there, like, well, flip it, we're going to Dunked on the head teacher. Post it Post it on that MJ Permanently. And a shoulder shrug. <laughs> but here's the thing, here's the thing. So the lesson that's being taught, the, the, the person that is um, uh, observing the lesson is the person that I'm going to be taking over from. And the way that the... Um, the way that the job advert had been advertised, it made it quite clear there is potential to take on the head of department oh, role. She wanted to come back to her job. Yeah. But so here's the, so so yeah, you yeah, see where this is going. Yeah, yeah. Afterwards, you get you get taken around the school. Two two there was me and another candidate, and we get taken around the school with the brightest student. Any yeah, just one yeah. of those. Where, so I'm talking to this student. They're like, well, I'm thinking about doing this uh, at university. I want to study this area of English. I'm like, well, if you want to study that area, then you need to be talking about this critic, this critic, this critic. If da da da. Um, you have to write a letter. I get the feedback. Um, bowled over the interview of a head and the deputy head. Obviously, you you don't you don't bowl over. You either pass or fail safeguarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are super safe. But the feedback was um, they said they said um, the uh, the teacher didn't like your lesson and they just felt that it was it was Threatened. too no it was. So they did, here's what they said. They said they felt it was too personality led, and so I then I went back at the head teacher. I said, "It's a fake environment teaching a class in half an hour, teaching them a new thing." Mm -hmm. I said, "I told you in my interview that I would show that I can establish a relationship and get kids working in half an hour, which is exactly what I did." The point is bringing it all the way back. Was something about me threatened? the outgoing head of department where she threw her body in front of it. Because I've got friends that work at that school and they were like, the games department wanted you. Like, the rest of the English department wanted you. The head was kind of pushing towards she, you she thought, and she threw her job. body yeah, exactly. in front yeah. of it. She was going if to go. And, and it's one of those things where I genuinely think if I'd have been a bit more humble, <laughs> if I'd kind of hidden what I job. know, but, you, but, then, but I didn't but, want it. Then you, but then I, you wouldn't yeah, yeah. be you. Then, yeah, and this yeah, yeah. is it. And I spent six years in an independent school trying to shape myself to what I thought they wanted to be, what they wanted me to be, and it was never enough. And so my message, I'm looking down the camera now, is if you're a young black guy and you're a woman or any othered person, and you're smart and you're intelligent and you've got that in you, let it out. Because you're probably not going to be accepted for who you are, so you might as well have been unaccepted for what you are. And if you can do that, life will be fine. I think that's going to be a great way to sort of bring this to a close because I'm looking at the cameras and we've got 16 minutes left. Oh <laughs> <laughs> also, no, it's a very important and very, very nice it, story. Man. Very love, much, 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 much love and appreciation for sharing that shit, man. Just think. make it, make it 90 seconds, not 10 minutes. I can't because you talk a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crescendo. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, no, that was awesome. So, are we going to conclude that Liam Neeson has realised has helped us realise some of the the worst in humanity that's happened to us in our past yeah. lives? Yeah. He's, he's created a space for conversation. and that's what like I'm I, I'm really pleased with. Like I said, that's why I'm I'm, I'm I wouldn't say I'm encouraged, but I, I I I feel like discourse, public discourse, is moving in the right way because 
there has been a greater amount of people taking an adult approach to this. Like, mm. it's not that, like, you've got to, there's got to be something more to it. And I think yeah. it's great, like, that we've been able to, people have been able to, like, look beyond it. And, like, there's been a bit more nuance to this than there is, like, I mean, probably the bit shit at the minute. Okay. It it's a worse. But well, it's never but I, been but, worse. Yeah. But, but, uh, yeah, but I feel like, you know, maybe we've bottomed out. I could say the trans debate in the last year, I've been keeping an eye on it. It's been, oh, it's been... Shame. We wrote an article about it, actually. Yeah. But seriously, it's been bad. Well, but, 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 yeah. but like I say, this is this is showing that people are like, okay, we need some new ones. People need to be able to 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 make these statements. Do you, think, we, we do you think this is going to... Um, and this is one thing I was thinking because looking at the initial backlash in the first two or three days, mm -hmm. um, do you think this is gonna like put people off for wanting to talk about mistakes they've made in the past and publicly wanting to show people how they've changed? Because we went, we had a period of time where people would openly come out and be like, "Oh, is this person mm. Russell Brand has made a career off, off mistakes, off being an, and addict. Being an addict, you know what I mean? drug, sex addict, drug addict? You know what I mean? Being an alcoholic, and I love the guy. I think that's great. The film do you know what I mean? Film I don't first. think it matters. Do you not? Do you know? No, but no, do you do you think this is going to stop people? I think it does. Because I think it's going to bomb, right? So there are a lot of people that think that this is going to be part of this is some kind of publicity for the movie. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is it's you're asking the Netflix. question, yeah. is this going to stop people from coming forward, right? So No, if, not necessarily about this, but anything they've done in the past, any sort of past transgressions, any form of mistake, because now <coughs> we're living this... In this well, we live in this reality Plus. where social media is the image we put out there. We yeah. have everybody holds celebrities or anyone with some sort of clout to some high esteem, and now Ridiculous. you can't have any sort of past where you've overcome unless you shape it and you change that into who you are. Like we use the, uh, the Russell Brands of our fucking generation, and it's like we need people to show that younger generation that mistakes happen mm. and you can build. On so, this, you can so I think there's this is a side issue and probably a topic for another talk. But there's you talk about Russell Brand, right? Mm. And he's been able to do all this fucked up shit and just spin off. Now he's seen as some, you know. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Funny. I know where you're going. With and like, and I think the big thing for me, right, is so last year a good friend of mine, you know, he was caught up in some silly shit, mm. and he's paying the price for it. He's in prison. He's doing time. And when I went to college. There was a similar guy doing the same shit, but there was one difference. He comes out the other side and he's being plastered everywhere. So for me, it's not just about are we allowing people to come out and admit their mistakes mm. and progress. It's who are we letting right. come out? And, you know, that's probably a conversation. So, for so, time, so just getting back to what Kofi was talking about on there, right? I think... There's, there's a lot of different ways to look at this, but first and foremost, if we look at Liam Neeson as an example, and you ask the question, because of what the backlash has been on this, mm. will it deter certain celebrities from actually being honest about past transgressions? Well, just, not know. just celebrities, anyone. Yeah, anyone, anyone, yeah. right? The reason I said it depends how the movie does is because if that revenge flick turned out to be a box office smash, it absolutely surpassed all kinds of expectations, mm then boom, people are going to start using it as a marketing tool. That's the only reason I said that. I, I, just, don't, I, don't, I don't think that really matters that much. I don't. But, but for me, in terms of, is it going to stop people? I mean, what I would like it to do hmm. is to make people actually just think before they open their mouth. Because that's, that's, that's what a lot, of, a lot of, unfortunately, what a lot of white men don't have to do. They don't have to think because they don't think about, no. 
No, but they, they don't have the consequences that we I, do. I agree, but, the, but this is the this is the key <laughs> thing, and you're missing it all. And some people people saying to me, I was like, this is wild. Like, the the problem isn't that you said it. The problem is that he thought but he thought that it was fine. Yeah, exactly. But, That's the point. But once, he thought he was but once he's place. thought the thing, then let's get it out there because this—that's the key bit for me. Is let's know people's intentions and let's deal with that because that's the issue. That's what we need to fight with. That's what's going to get people killed, not him saying it, him thinking it. That so let's a that collective is, mentality. Oh, that, of course, that is okay. yeah. So like, like that's the wild bit yeah. to me. Like people are like, oh, I should have said it. Like, what? They shouldn't have thought it. Yeah, can we all collectively... That's the most fundamental part of this. No one should have that yeah, way so, of thinking. Yeah, so, so to, 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 yeah, to, 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 so to, I, 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 sell a film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, I don't think it's going to put people off. I, I honestly think, like, the backlash to this, I honestly will say, has been tame. Yeah. Been tame. And it, and like I say, I, I think it's been a bit more nuanced the discussion. It's been a bit more grown up, we're talking about it now, mm. so. Right. Awesome. Gentlemen, thank you very much for your contributions. That was amazing. Um, where to end it? We we're going to end it with what song would you like to bring to like a five track playlist? However, I want to do something a little bit different because oh we we're talking to the guy yesterday and, and we were like, let's end it with what song would you X to? And I think we should align it with the theme of the chat. So, what <laughs> song, what, 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 what so song uh, would you kill a nigga to? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna go with some of more. <laughs> I was gonna go with what song would you beat Liam Neeson's ass to if you if you were gonna? Oh. Or what song would you go walking around looking for revenge? What to? with a kosh? If I was with walking a, the streets with, with a kosh. So with what song? Ish. What song would you walk around the streets? Let's start with going to, for revenge to. What, nah. Let's start with Tom Harry Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to come up with some kind of different persona for this podcast. There's too many things right I'd go for Bouncy Killer Kill for fun. Oi! No, we got us all. No more You've set the tone. Limb by limb, yeah, I got I want to sort of juxtapose this, this, the whole situation. So if I knew, so if I, uh, so if I actually did find someone I'm looking for revenge through, I want the actual song to play through the beat in itself, and nobody wants to get the beat, their ass beat to Vanessa Carlton. So I'm going for <laughs> a thousand miles. <laughs> Just imagine getting your ass beat. Vanessa Carlton's a thousand miles. Wait, yeah. No, it's not that. That's for Chloe. When I need you, and I miss you, making my way downtown, walking fast, got my cosh, here's a beat down. I'm gonna pick a track that reflects the energy in which I'd like to beat someone with, innit? That I feel like Liam Neeson. So for me, it's Kano's Ghetto Coyote Freestyle. Oi! I would love to. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've got a freestyle too, which we'll never see the way. Oh, yeah, We'll never see the way. Social Sounds, first EP. First EP. And Quick 16. Will it? No, it's not bad. There's only one track. Forgets as well, by the way. Not enough for Cadet. Oh, yeah, for real. For real, for real. Look at that, man.
It's my house, mate. <laughs> I put it in glass. glass. I tried. I tried to miss. Nah, there's only one track I'm going for. If I if I if I need to get that energy, gigs talking the hardest. Okay. National anthem. National anthem. It's an English beating. Gives <laughs> <laughs> one an English beatdown. The Twenty One Savage beating. Lord <laughs> <laughs> um, Twenty One Savage. Yeah, we, we need a dog for that. <laughs> yeah, no. we need to we do like a fifteen minute window yeah. for that. One. I think should we do that after this? Well, the Twenty One Savage. Free to uh, 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 police. Yeah, well, <laughs> if we will we'll clop it. Yeah, no, I ain't got any. Jay's here. He's not going. Dan, I will be walking in the party, sporting Armani. <laughs> I've always said, um, Pusha T Pain. Ooh. Oh, that is a bad one. A Or just, you know, Wait, the, the, because I, I just, I always thought if I was a box, I'd come into that song. So I, I it, it, just, it gets me, it gets me in the, the mind frame to, 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 cause I've always said that if I was a box, I'd come into this, cause if I was walking into a fight, I'd want this, and i have just, in my mind, I'm now. That's what Black skinhead's a good one. Sorry, I'm changing my pick. I've also no, changed no, my pick. No, 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 Thank you for tuning in. This is it. This is done. Everyone's decisions are fine. I'm going to put them on the playlist. So That's fine. That's fine. Uh, where can they find us? Tell them because I genuinely don't 321 know. 321 Savage. <laughs> 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 Did you just do the Kamala Harris sign? <laughs> no, no. They've had to reverse it. Look at that. Wakanda reverse You can it. No. find us on uh, medium.com forward slash Wakanda dash social dash club. And our playlist. We're going to find the music. Uh, we're kind of social club on Spotify. Okay, okay, okay. Anywhere else? Guys, plug yourselves, plug yourselves, please, please, please. Nalek Design MDI on any social platform you care to find me. Angelo. Black Unicorn blog on Instagram, Angelo3000K on Twitter, blackunicorn.blog in the world. He's also available for Hotep's Nights Out. See how this guy's been throwing shots so long all night. All night, this guy's been throwing so shots. We do all the time. It's okay, bro. We got car journey back. And I got gas. The funny thing is, he says it like it's equal. Man's got a BBC platform. He says it like it's equal. Like it's an equal fight. Like it's an equal. How is he not? I don't, I'm not exactly as much. Oh, right. I'm not exactly right. Hey, welcome to BBC No Filter. By the way, Angelo. Yeah, but you, you, but you might. <laughs> but you hold that cost. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's got that cost I'm in just, the back. I'm out here just catching best stories. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, best stories. Oh, copycat Dan. Copycat Dan. Copycat Graham. All time. I'm available for all writing. Three hundred pounds a day. <laughs> See, he's cheaper me. I'm three hundred pounds an hour. Ooh. Dom underscore HT. I think Dom H Thompson, man. I don't know. Tom if you got H. any, if you got any Don't worry, we'll sort of the same post production. Let's not tell you if you got any decent app ideas, come to me because I'll buy some. I need to talk to you guys about that, yes. actually. Yeah. Uh, I'm Cubby Smiles. Cubby underscore Smiles on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thank you very much. Give Benaya a kick. Yeah, shout out to Benaya, Matheson, Huddersfield's hey, finest. I'll show you the reverse. He's going to be dressing the whole thing. Look at this. He's going to be dressing the whole thing. Shout out to uh, Pat Skinner for letting me buy this. <laughs> from size in the sale, thank you. <laughs> with my uh, with the card, the voucher I got for Christmas for months. Excel so is a thank true Excel as well. Mine's <laughs> <laughs> coming with a size that fits, you know. Is that, is that knockoff? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, it's over. <laughs> <laughs>